you guys. Welcome back. It's episode 29. I'm so happy to be back with everybody. I know I was MIA last week. The world's been crazy and maybe for episode 30, we'll give you a little bit of an update as to why. But for today, we have the lovely Sarah DeVita. I hope I said that correctly with us, who is one of Aloe's friends hailing from upstate New York. So obviously we already love her because go New York. And Sarah, I am going to let you go ahead and introduce yourself to everybody because this is the first time I'm meeting you. So I'm not the right person. (laughs) Welcome. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Yes. And you got DeVita. Correct. It's Sarah DeVita. Yes, I am an artist, but I'm currently based out of Beacon, New York from Allie's area. I knew her back when. Grew up in the Hudson Valley, East Coast gal. And yeah, I'm an artist and I, I've always dabbled in a variety of mediums, but my most recent projects have been hand-painted jackets and I just released a coloring book. And yeah, I've dabbled in a variety of different artistic mediums and I do uh, watercolor portraits. I'm finding my niche, but yeah, my biggest thing right now is a coloring book in the, in the in the jacket which are so awesome I can't wait to have a kid like stay tuned hopefully next year but also like I totally reached out to Sarah a couple months ago and I was like can you make me one in an adult size oh oh my gosh I forgot about that I can do it I've had requests yeah I have them up on my website but yeah it's funny painting denim it's really difficult canvas to work on and it's something that would look so simple like maybe it looks simple to me it looks simple but it really actually takes me forever to do them so uh, the price point is a little high on them but it just takes me so long (laughs) but they're handcrafted and made with love that's what's important and we love to support small businesses and thriving young women and entrepreneurs who are going after their dreams and that's I think that's the most important lesson we can teach young women today and young ladies and girls teenagers essentially I, I don't know how you feel but like growing up and like some I feel like we were empowered to try different things and empowered to become our own, but I don't think we were empowered the way that young women are empowered now. Yeah, I I would agree. I think there was this unspoken rule to follow a certain path. I think I was pretty fortunate to have guidance from my parents. My mother was an artist. She passed when I was in high school. But, but my father, he has always guided me to just follow whatever I wanted to do and has been so supportive and it's so rare. So it's, rare, yeah. It's so rare. I'm so grateful because not many people have that. He also wanted me to find a career that could be successful and financially successful and stable to support myself. But he also supports my artistic talent and knows that I can get to where I need to be and support myself but it's it's nice to have that that backing just emotionally and in every certain way and not many people have that so I'm very grateful but yeah not many people have that totally get that I feel so fortunate my sister and I both ended up pursuing careers in the arts she's an opera singer and I was a dance and theater major in college and was gonna do that for a living and then ended up becoming a hairstylist among other many things and definitely growing up in the arts world, performing arts on my end, a lot of people's, not that their dads like didn't support them, but I I could tell a distinct difference between the way that my dad supported my sister and I versus how 
some of the other girls we were with's parents. Like to this day, I can go to the ballet with my dad and he's, that girl just did 36 potashas. And I'm like, the <laughs> fact that you even took the time to learn that. Aww. Now he's the chair of the board at a ballet company. And it's, he embraced that. And I think yeah. we're fortunate to have male figures that have been so supportive in that way. Yeah, it is so rare. That, oh, that's so sweet. In opera, that's such a, uh, a cool and unique um, thing to study. Yeah, she's like doing opera and was an Im- immigration paralegal. Like really, she does it all. Wow, that's amazing. So cool. I don't have any special talents like that. Like I'm just <laughs> out here living. <laughs> you teach closets. yoga. You, yes, you sell faucets. <laughs> I do sell faucets and toilets. <laughs> Those are just got we all got a poop, girl. Everybody poops. Not everybody and drink boss, water you know? and drink. <laughs> yeah, my boss literally said that today. He's good thing everyone needs a shitter. I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> anyway, I wanted to ask you some questions about how we were just talking about how you were empowered by your your family to follow your dreams, and your mom was an artist, and I just remember your artwork even in middle school and high school, just beautiful, always blown away. What do you do? You, is it your full-time job now? Do you just solely work on your art pieces? Because they are beautiful. Your watercolors are beautiful. Clearly I just stalk your Instagram all the time. <laughs> um, but you. I'm just very, it's, you're very inspiring. And I think that to hear your story a little bit, is it your full-time job? Did you leave a full-time job to pursue your passion? Um, and Paige, yeah. like she's going through a passion finding right now so maybe this will help oh yeah okay it's really hard to find that it's I feel like people who have entrepreneurial spirits are constantly searching for it they're looking for that thing right now yeah right now yes it is my full-time gig I was working full-time I was in marketing uh I did all the creative for a, a health club locally and I did that for a few years the past few years and I actually left in January to pursue my art full-time because I had been doing it on the side for a while and my professional background has not I've jumped all over from I had started a business right out of college making jewelry and then I ended up bouncing to a I worked in the music industry for a little bit and then I wanted to get a job in the jewelry industry to explore my path with that and that was tough for me it was just the job itself I I wasn't so happy and I think not to say it ruined my love for jewelry making but it didn't really help it and then after that I was offered a job in the concert industry so I worked in concert booking for a couple years and I helped produce shows at colleges and universities and like large-scale shows at arenas or they could be small shows and artists from all over. And then from there, I started another business with a friend of mine. I had a a little shop in Beacon, New York, and we had a blog. Is this with Allie? No, it was with my friend Megan. Oh, yes, I I remember. Wasn't it like something Raven or? Uh, Nikki Sparrow. That's what it was, Nikki Sparrow. Yeah, yeah. So I did that for a few years and that wasn't really going the uh, route we had envisioned and we missed the boat on how how popular Beacon got. And then from there, I was trying, after that ended, it was kind of hard for me to find what I wanted to do again because it really fulfilled me creatively because all my other jobs hadn't been 
so creative and Nixie really fulfilled something in me. And when it wasn't really working and you've been your own boss for a little while, you're like, now what do I do? And I was going on job interviews and I remember interviewing at an advertising agency. I think it was an advertising agency. And they had asked me, since I had been my own boss, would I be able to work for someone else again? And it was the first time that I realized, wow, this is, this isn't helping my case. Like I thought it was like such a good thing to have on the resume. I'm a go-getter. I do this. I have all these skill sets and didn't want me because I knew what it was like to work for myself. So that was really tough. And I really hit a, a low after that. And so I just dabbled in so many different things, trying to make my way financially and find that passion again. What was my next step? And so then yeah, I fell into marketing at a local health club. I was doing that and then slowly picking up the pieces of working on my art on the side. And then it was really picking up. So I was like, it's time for me to try this, give this uh, entrepreneur thing uh, another shot. So here I am. <laughs> oh, which is so, it's such a hard thing. It's such a brave thing to do. Yeah, it, it's scary. And it was an odd time to do. I was very grateful to have a job during COVID pandemic. And, but I, I think it, a lot of people during that time, I, I had heard somewhere, I think it was a Katy Perry interview or something. I was listening to a podcast, how 2020 is like 2020 vision. It was like clarity, the year of clarity for mm-hmm. so many people. And it really was yeah. for me. And I think it was for a lot of people. And I was just, it's, it had been brewing for so long. And I was like, it's now or never like my age. I don't have children. I'm not married. It was like, it's time to just make this jump one more time and see if it works. And here it is. It's working. Uh, yeah, it's still, it's still, it's a, I got a long ways to go. It's funny because so many people, it's funny when my dad checks in on me and he's like, where are you with this? Where are you with that? And it's, it's, it's hard to explain how many steps it, it's taking for me because I'm really one man band over here. One woman mm-hmm. band over here where I built my website. I handle uh, all my social media I do all my photography I don't I really don't sub anything out and designing my tags designing everything and handling all the technological aspects it's just there are a lot of people out there that do that but it's like I mean, I, I, look where I it's just he's also trying to just support me on and I'm also like I'm that I'm 30 how old am I 33 34 you don't need to we're getting old Sarah I don't even want to talk about it depressing as fuck I know I'm like I'm an adult I got this handled but thanks for checking in (laughs) we I don't know because yeah I know (laughs) (laughs) like my dad like with the house and everything thank god for him because without him I literally wouldn't have been able to do this like I called him out of the blue and I was like Hey, I was like, dad, I was like, what you got in that wedding fund? And he's like, why are you getting married? No, no, definitely not. But I'm definitely, I want to buy a condo and I I need some assistance. I'd rather invest in my future than spend money on a day that is four and a half hours long. You know what I mean? That may not be like a popular opinion and whatever. I can do it on a low budget and still make it special. I'm not, so I'd rather take that money he saved for my wedding and and invest it into something that will get me equity and be my own. Yeah. 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 Thank God. But that's what I mean. (laughs) Without, you're like, I'm I'm an adult. I'm like, oh. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm still relying on my dad. <laughs> well, it's funny because it's like, whenever my dad is like my biggest support, I love him more than anything. But it's funny when he tries to give me business advice because I got that part from him. Like I got the business savvy, the marketing from my dad. He worked in music world and radio his whole life and advertising. And then I got the artistic talent from my mom. She was the artist. So mix those two together. And he tries to, sometimes I feel like he's, sometimes it seems like he's treating me like one of his old sales guys. And so it's, he's retired now. So he loves to just pick it apart. And I, it's, I just find it funny just coming to age with um, what I'm doing now. I always value his opinion the most, but as I get older, I'm like, I learned so much from you and, but you also have so much to learn from me. So it's being able to just have these these conversations and communicate as adults now. It's, I think it's really special. It's not easy when you're younger, it's easy to fight and whatnot yes. but now it's just there's so much that we could learn from each other now oh, I love that you said that I feel <laughs> the same way I my dad is like a nervous ball of energy and during COVID I know he doesn't listen so I can talk about this but I like explicitly told him not to listen but anyway I was like dad please don't ever listen to the podcast but Aww. he he during COVID relied on me a lot he would call me crying a lot mm-hmm. and it's nice to be able to like return the favor to your parents and yeah like I'll text like he'll text me freaking out and I'll be like dad just breathe like you're putting this anxious nervous energy out into the universe like mm-hmm. you need to just you have to pretend it's going to be okay even if you think it's not you have to pretend it's going to be otherwise you're just going to continue to perpetuate the same problems like mm-hmm. he's traveling for work right now and stuck in Florida it's been almost two weeks and he's having a nervous breakdown about it and he's like, I just need to get out of here and I don't know what to do and I was like but well, you're causing your job to go the wrong way because you are literally putting this energy into the universe saying I don't know what to do and 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 I was like just talking to you gives me anxiety well it's so special that he has you to be able to bring him down from that if we're getting to that age where we can't be that sounding board that they were for us it's so true that's why I love that you said that I didn't even think Mm -hmm. about that oh and this is going to come out right after father's day oh so special (laughs) <laughs> oh, and you just reminded me that we're having Father's Day. Yay. Yeah. Wait, is your dad coming? Oh, no. Oh, okay. Because I no, got really but I, I, Dr. You know how K Dr. K is, is about days. cards? Yeah, so is, so is my dad. <laughs> Dr. Really? K has a lot of feelings about getting greeting cards. That's if I don't get him a greeting card, like, you would think that I... The worst. The, the, yes, that is the so child locked under the stairs. Uh, I actually think about cards all the time because that is one thing that I have, I'm very self-conscious about is that I'm not good with cards. And I'm like, I always wonder how much weight people actually put on cards because all of my closest girlfriends from high school are so good at sending cards and I'm never good about it because in my head, I'm like, I'm just, I want to make one. I, why I go buy a, a $7 card when I could just make one but then I never have the time to do it because I'm wrapped up in so many other projects and then I don't send a card (laughs) or you should just make your own line of reading cards because I know that's on the list it's on the list there's a lot of things on the list but it's just so funny that you say that because I'm like oh wow even dads really care about cards (laughs) my dad really cares about cards like that's so interesting I do too I'm a card girl oh you too (laughs) 
know. I'm like, sometimes good at cards, but like I never, unless it's like someone's birthday and I'm actually showing up, I mm. never remember to <laughs> send a birthday card. And sure. I don't remember, I'm good at doing certain thank you cards or like we did a Valentine's day and I wrote everybody like a Valentine's day card. Like I like cards, but yeah. I don't remember that father's day is coming. And I'm like, do I have to send my dad like a whole thing for a card? Mm-hmm. Cause like I'm in Colorado and two bucks. I don't know. We gotta do it. We gotta do <laughs> it. So what, Allie, what, made you really enjoy cards or is there something that stemmed from like your childhood that you used to get them or did, did something instill in you that you had to give cards like what was the card thing for you so I guess for me so my dad so my parents got divorced when I was really young and my dad has a hard time saying how he feels mm-hmm. uh like he wouldn't even hug me most of the time he has a hard has a really hard time showing affection so he would write like vulnerably in his cards and I'm pretty sure I still have most of them I have so I have so many cards and like also like my mom too is like she's like Paige's dad she's like Dr. K like if you don't get her I honestly haven't gotten her a card in a really long time but that's just because our relationship has been rocky and we're working on mending it but if you if I were home and I didn't get her a card it'd be the end of the world or I'll get her a card and I just won't write anything mushy in it anymore they've just always been a part like and if I didn't get my mom one it was exactly what Paige said like you were on the shit list for a while (laughs) that's a really sweet reason to as to why you enjoy cards so that was something that would sit with you no I just love them. That's really sweet though. All right. I got to get on my card game now. <laughs> yes. I think, and I just think you would make such beautiful ones. Like, oh, you're just so talented. And yeah. you could, I just, you know what I picture? Wildflowers. You like watercoloring Ooh. wildflowers. I don't okay. know why. I'll have that to my list. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I'm curious about this coloring book because I was reading this article, which I was telling Paige almost like I started to tell her right before uh, we got on. But I was reading this article about how these people are making these five to $10 books on Amazon. You can self-publish and mm-hmm. it's becoming their side hustle and they're making like double digits out there. And I was like, I'm curious to ask Sarah how, if it was difficult, if it was like, like the whole process, what was the whole process behind it all? Yeah, I do a lot of custom work. And with that, it just takes so much time and they're higher price points. So to offset that, I had been, I have long list of items I want to do, including cards um, and postcards and all these things that would just be my passive income and just get a line of my own art out there. And it's just, it just takes so much time. And at the end of the day, my custom always takes priority. So getting to this coloring book, it was like a, it was just so exciting for me to finally get to a project that didn't involve all my custom work. But doing that, a, I think I like got all the tips. I, I was inspired by a video I saw on TikTok, which is talking about what you're saying. It was people self-publishing through Amazon, which is what I did. And people are really making a huge profit on it and at forty thousand yeah. dollars a fucking month. Yeah, I must have I know. watched the same TikTok. I'm like, I oh, think I we probably article. watched the same one. Yeah, no, <laughs> it was a TikTok video. <laughs> and if I read an article, watch TikTok. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I was shocked. They were like, "Oh, I just I self published this book, and it's it, I was passively bringing me in forty grand a month." I'm like, 
what? Yeah, no, I, well, if we watched the same TikTok video, I looked into it and it, the TikTok video I watched, the, the author, the woman was making, they were like educational activity books. So like AB, like the alphabet and things of that nature. Yes. And I thought about doing that, but I'm like, uh, in order to do that, I would want to collaborate with one of my friends that's um, a school teacher. And I had actually spoke to one about that and mentioned it, but it, that, it's a large undertaking. So coloring book was next on my list. It was something that I had wanted to explore in the past. So I did it and I just started dabbling into a bunch of YouTube videos and researching tips on putting together a coloring book and what people recommend. And so I did that and just put it all together with just my knowledge of Illustrator and Adobe InDesign and Photoshop and all of that. And how long did it take you from like start to finish? Oh, I wish I logged the hours. I didn't log it, but it took me probably a couple months of consistently working on it and going back and forth and safari animals. And I was trying, I had taken a few designs I had already done from some denim jackets. I, the jackets. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah, clearly so. stalk you like way too much. But. <laughs> 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 yes. I really yeah. want to, I really want to commission a jacket. Like I envision it to say, Oh my God, punch. We should get fucking jackets. And we should, I want mine to be like. I was literally just unmuting myself to be like, we should get jackets. Yeah, (laughs) punchinello. And we I want like, I'm envisioning like a hot pink leopard for some reason. Like, I like it. Punch and I will have not matching jackets, but we will have complimenting jackets. Yes, they're like offset each other. I recently did a pair of kids that were like, not, they complemented each other. They had like similar colors, but like different. Uh, patterns and whatnot on them so cute the first time I, I saw it, I think was on on Millie and I was like shut up I was like this jacket is so cute yes yeah. she was my first it was like so that's another thing I would do instead of giving cards I always wanted to put together these really cool gifts instead for people and then that's also why I don't give cards because I'm so focused on the gifts <laughs> oh my god I'm sure Chelsea loved it and Chelsea's like oh, the she did. person on the planet she, she, she's the best yeah. <laughs> so okay so back to the back to the coloring book so <laughs> it took you you don't know how long I, it took you but it, you'd say a I few think months. it was a couple months yeah it was a long because it was also a long time of researching too so if you add that in it didn't didn't happen overnight by any means but and it's I think there's 12 designs in there so a lot of coloring books will have 50 or 100 and I'm like I need to start small and see if this even takes because I'm not going to spend like a year developing a coloring book if it's not something that like people enjoy so I'm just like I'll keep it small but I can't so, yeah. wait dude I seriously like <laughs> I love to color so oh, I just good. find it to be very therapeutic yeah, I arrived yeah. last week and I'm just so busy with everything going on. So I haven't had time, but maybe I'll color tonight. I, know, I don't even have the time to color in it. I was like, all right, I got to put some TikTok videos together. And I'm like, this takes so much time for me to color my own coloring book. <laughs> and then to film it, oh, forget it. Yeah, TikTok so is like ridiculous. Work. I made oh, one TikTok so in my life and it took me like a week and it's not <laughs> it's good. Really hard. There's <laughs> so, so much talent out there. <laughs> So I've actually heard about TikTok. I don't know if I've mentioned this on the podcast or not before. I've heard that TikTok is one of the number one ways that the Chinese government has used to hack into American systems because it was like a 
and this could totally be a conspiracy, but I heard this from my friend whose boyfriend works in like securities and she's not like, he, he tells her like, you cannot have one because it's totally not secured. And this is how you're going to get data hacked. And like governments are using it to hack our government. So I don't have TikTok and I never watch it unless it's posted on somebody's Instagram. Yeah. I've actually heard that. I've heard that. And actually have a friend that like deactivated her TikTok account because of that. And I'm like, oh, should I? Because there's really so much like support and love and creative content on TikTok. But I'm like, this is a struggle. I don't know what to do. I don't know what's real. I know it's a really good like sales tool and marketing tool if you use it properly and have a big enough following. There are a lot of pros to it. And part of me is I should just do it. I have nothing to hide from any governments. And then another part of me is you never know what my business partners have done. (laughs) (laughs) Which is like mostly a joke. Yeah, I should actually look into that more. I really hope it's not doing those things. But I don't have a big following or I don't really use it as much as I should. It's like my account and then I have a a TikTok for my dog, which like really has like no follower. We're in this weird space, our age group, that we didn't really grow up with the internet. Like we Mm. did in a way, like we had AIM and like... MySpace. AOL. Yeah, and MySpace. But it really wasn't like that. Like it wasn't like it is now. And I can't even imagine. I was already bullied enough. I can't even imagine having the fucking internet. I can't imagine. I would be so upset. It would, there's like too many places to compare and it's just even now in our thirties, it's not the best. Yeah. Yeah. Like today when you were like, Oh, I don't have my notifications on. I was like, same sis. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's like and such I a run like four Instagrams. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's a, it's annoying. really a double edged sword because there's so much good out there, but there's also so many ways to like uh, just not take it in a healthy way. So it's it's, it's bad. so true. Yeah. so true so you see are you seeing like it start to take off everything's taking off like the book and just everything in general yeah it's I think it feels like it's on a path that I feel like I'm where I'm supposed to be I'm not like killing it by any means but I feel like me 10 or six seven years ago with my other business I'd be like fake it till you make it and But now I'm like, I'm just trying to be real with myself and I'm still getting there. I'm like sustaining myself, but I'm not rolling in it by any means. And it's it's not an overnight thing, but um, no, getting there. Yeah. And it's not just monetary. I think that you are killing it. You're following your dreams. Like you have more guts than I do to just up and leave your job. Yeah. Yeah. It's scary on that, on that end, there is a fulfillment that is a successful fulfillment, but yeah. So do you find it hard to stay motivated every day? I'm just, Oh my goodness. Yeah. Every (laughs) week is so different. Like I'll have weeks where I'm having a really hard time concentrating and I've really changed how I handle myself with business. Like in the past, I would really be hard on myself if I didn't sit down from nine to five and work as hard as I could from nine to five because I had worked these cutthroat jobs in the past that really did me in. And I thought that's what I had to do to be successful. And now I give myself grace and I I try and change up my routine and I I try and embrace like, all right, I'm going to go work out or I'm going to go do these things. And then I end up working till nine o'clock at night and just knowing that it's okay to change course a little bit, but 
also giving myself grace if I can't concentrate for a few days and figuring out why we just went through a pandemic and I've just been gone through a lot yeah. this year. everyone's gone through a lot but yeah it but it's really you're right concentrate. yeah you have to give yourself grace that's the most important thing I think that Punch and I say this all the time like we're our biggest critics like we're the hardest on ourselves yes sometimes yeah. you just need someone to like hold you accountable yeah, that is. It's yes, exactly. Holding you accountable and making to-do lists and trying to stick with it because it's, I also have like anxiety. I've had mental health of I'll go in and out of depression. I'm like, I'm okay right now. But like when you hit those lows and being and being your own person, like your own boss, it's like, all right, you have to like really reel it in and be like, all right, I, I got to focus on this because I have to pay my bills. <laughs> I, have to, like, I totally resonate with that right now. Yeah. I totally hard. resonate. I, I just found out listeners, hey, it'll be a week ago now, but I just I just found out today that I have been asked to leave my own company that I helped start. I have been working on blood, sweat and tears for the past year and a half and it's the majority of my income at this point and thankfully I still am a hairstylist and I do that for myself and I do that on the side so I still have a form of income but my whole projects for this entire week will be reformulating my budget and coming up with a plan and figuring out what my next steps are and do I want to create my own business or do I want to apply for some jobs that I've gained some skills to be able to do until I like have a better idea because I'm like I definitely have some entrepreneurial spirit but the company I've been working with wasn't my brainchild and I don't not like sitting here full of like ideas for what company I want to do next I just think like when you're an entrepreneur it's one step at a time and like just keeping yourself accountable like you said I don't have to know where my five thousand dollars is coming from tomorrow, but I do need to be able to sit down and say, okay, here are the steps I can take to get me closer to making that. Yeah. And I feel like I've been in that, that space before where it's like, all right, this is changing. What do I do now? And as you're saying, I have all these skill sets. Where do I utilize them? Do I do something, start fresh with my own ideas or do I go freelance something? Do I go find, fill out job application? It's tough. It's a weird gray area. But it sounds like you have a lot of things going on. I'm sure y'all, it'll settle into how it's Girl, between all the stuff Aloe and I have going on, most people would <laughs> kill over and die, honestly. I'm amazed <laughs> by us every day. Oh, that's great that you're keeping yourself busy, if, if anything. And I'm just like, I'm not doing enough. <laughs> <laughs> like it was so weird for me to come home today and cook myself a dinner and I'm like hanging out I'm on the phone with my friend from New York and I'm like this feels weird like I'm home (laughs) I'm never home like ever I usually don't walk in the house till 8 p.m no wow and I'll leave like super early and work out in the morning and just crazy see your posts I've always been so envious that you could get up that early to do that um gosh she's psychotic (laughs) Uh, I'm envious but like you do it girl (laughs) no girl I've struggled with my weight my whole life you've seen it yeah but you found your groove like you you know what you need to make yourself happy and healthy and you do it sometimes better than others (laughs) Eh, some days like some days I'm like punch let's have a bottle of champagne and roll around in your bed 
<laughs> Sometimes she does that while we're doing podcast recordings. Those episodes are so bad. <laughs> They're so bad. I can't. <laughs> to be fair to Aloe, she'd also just had a tooth pulled out of her face and was like in excessive amounts of pain and decided champagne with her painkillers was the way to go. Oh, so she was pretty no. useless that day. <laughs> Oops. We're gonna have to cut that. <laughs> oh my god, I'm dead. No, it's okay. Yeah, yeah, I think you already told the friends like during this episode. Yeah, they know. They're aware. I'm, I'm pretty sure I during the episode that we were recording was like, I'm so fucked up. <laughs> oh no. Yeah, she totally did. That's that's a true story. Story. <laughs> Thank God that Tyler does not listen to this podcast. That's all I have to say. Are you sure? Or he does. I, or yeah, he does like, I feel and... like if I dated someone that was like a podcaster, I would listen to all of it. Oh, I didn't say the nicest things about him in the beginning. We were. That's what prompted this podcast. Punch and I oh. both were on your breakups, and I had always wanted to do one. It's just something I've always wanted to do, and uh-huh. I've always asked my friends. I'm like, do you guys do you want to do this with me? And they're like, no. I asked Punch. Yeah. <laughs> you guys both have great podcast voice. <laughs> oh, thank you. You do. You just Thanks. sound like you work in these, this environment. I think it's going to come to, so I'm trying to manifest something bigger with the podcast, right? Like financial freedom, quit my job type thing. Yeah. But I, I just, and I, I just like, like to talk a lot. So it works out. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> That's what you need for a podcast, so that's perfect. <laughs> it's true. But honestly, like, I think that, like, what we are doing, Punch, like, I do not feel, like, corny and whatever, but I love talking to people like Sarah, and I love talking to people that we get on the podcast to share their passions with the world. And Punch and I always say, if we can just help one person with following, maybe someone's listening to this and they're like, should I do my passion? Should I quit my job? It's just sometimes you don't know what you're, you don't know who you're helping by doing yeah. something so small like this, but yeah, I just get so much joy out of it. And like following my friends who I've had in my life forever and whether or not we talk all the time or I'm seeing you on Instagram and supporting you from afar, I just think it's really nice to lift each other up and yeah. try to promote someone doing something big in this world. Totally. And that's where like these, the social media where the double-edged sword, it's like, it's, it's such a positive thing. It's funny because the smallest things of just following or liking and, and just spreading the word, it's just, it's so helpful. It's, it's so small, but it's, it all adds up and it's just, it's so great to see you even doing this. Like, it's just wonderful that you've started this endeavor and it, you guys put out consistent programming and it's, yeah you're passionate try. about it yeah consistency is key with this stuff it's it's wonderful I agree. and like finding the right people and if one yeah. person is like hey I want to buy one of those jackets then maybe like their friends will see it and then another person's gonna be like hey I want to get one of those jackets <laughs> and Punch and I are gonna get them and everyone's gonna want them so like let's be real <laughs> Yeah, there you go. <laughs> we I, and no, people I'm always get I feel like people always end up getting the opposite person's business so like I brought on my friend Maddie who's a real estate agent and then Aloe bought a condo from her <laughs> sure did. Oh, Perfect. and then Aloe brought on Ashley who does web design and then my company hired her to do web design so even if the listeners aren't doing it like we are actually <laughs> a few of our listeners have hired Ashley yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think that, like I said, if we can help one person, 
then this hour spent on the phone was worth it. And the, the other hour and a half it's going to take to edit, totally worth it. <laughs> Social media, worth yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but I like Punch it. and I say this all the time, like sometimes we'll gripe over having to like do it. But then like after we hang up, we're like, oh, that was so inspiring. And yeah. it was what we needed to hear too, which speaking of, it's almost time for our card pull of the day. <laughs> I love it. Punchy. Sarah, where can everyone find you? Because we've talked so much about the Instagram. <laughs> yes, um, I'm on Instagram. Well, there's my website, Sarah DeVita dot com sarah s-a-r-a-h davida d-a-v-i-d-a dot com and then my instagram is at sarah davida so easy and she's amazing i highly recommend going looking at her watercolors of beautiful historic buildings and beacon and and people commission her to do their own homes just really beautiful stuff and the jack i'm telling you guys the jackets fierce (laughs) we're gonna we're gonna work something up you just give me a price and then <laughs> let's commission something unique and fun and um, I love it perfect you can wear a jean jacket in Colorado any season true I love it thank you for having me on too this was like such oh an goodness. honor I'm so happy that you guys asked me to do this oh my god thank you for coming on it was my yeah. pleasure it was our pleasure yeah let's do a card poll so yesterday I technically it was last week but I it was last night when I recorded I used mm-hmm. uh the wild unknown tarot so should we use the animal oracle today let's do that I vote yes okay and I'll try not to be sending my own personal torpedo of bullshit energy at your tarot card deck <laughs> from this room I hope, no. I hope not <laughs> I'm going to use it. Pull one for the collective, but it usually correlates with whatever we were talking about. And Punch hates when I say this because I'm like, oh my God, it's so on point. But <laughs> we usually are. Okay, let's see. What, is, what does the collective I just always ask spirits to give us a message for the collective? What does everybody need to hear right now? It's been a rough week with, actually, it's been a rough three weeks with Mercury and Saturn, oh my gosh, all the eclipses yeah. and retrograde this and everyone's had a rough three weeks. Um, yeah, I bought a house. So <laughs> it was a different oh experience gosh. for me. Yeah, you did that during Mercury retrograde, no less. Oh, girl, I don't even know <laughs> what, what I was thinking. But here we are. So I pulled Bobcat spirit. It's really pretty. Actually, let me show you that. Sorry. Oh, wow. That's cool. It says life is a mystery, which that it is. And it says Bobcat spirit. The Bobcat moves furtively and mysteriously. And when Bobcat spirit appears to you, she brings a powerful reminder that not all things in life can be explained or understood through the power of intellect, trying to figure things out Find logical explanations or predict what will happen based on reasons and facts will not provide you with the certainty and comfort you seek. Bobcat asks you to trust the great mystery and let the secrets of the universe reveal themselves to you through direct experience. Allow your vision to slip into soft focus and you will see between the lines and observe what has been hidden there all along. Bobcat spirit helps intimately the pulse of the divine in the world. Trust in the wisdom and revelations that come to you. Yet know that understanding may not come as you would like it to. What you experience through your heart and intuition, which comes to you as the voice of your inner knowing, 
will guide you now as you accept the secrecy is as you accept that secrecy is woven into the fabric of existence. No matter what, the bobcat or the appearance of bobcat spirit is a sign that you are being called to trust, even what is revealed, even when what is revealed does not agree with your need for intellectual certainty. Protection. Oh, is that it? The protection message is the other way. Yeah, the protection okay. is when it's upside down. Damn. Cool. So that was really good. I feel personally victimized by the bobcat spirit right now. <laughs> really you do yeah bobcat spirits fuck you Paige. you might have lost your job and all your money but just have faith it's fine and i'm like all right (laughs) well at least bobcats like hanging out killing things i don't know whatever bobcats do (laughs) but i just made that negative i actually think it's a really beautiful message the idea that we aren't in control of our own destiny and i think that kind of relates to what we were saying sarah with being an entrepreneurial spirit and needing to hold yourself accountable it's, you can only do that to a certain extent before you just have to like trust that things are going to happen the way that they're supposed to and if you like grip something by the throat like it's not going <laughs> to happen unless you have a little faith that like it'll work out exactly you said that so well exactly <laughs> it's so true it goes Page. It goes with our year of being present. That's been my mantra since January and just being yeah. in the here and the now. And I don't want to like even jinx myself, but I feel like I've manifested some really good shit in the last six months just yeah. by being present. That's great. Yeah. But my like man- mantra now. for this year, my mantra for this year is to be at peace. I feel like it's so easy to get anxious or worked up and to just be at peace yes. with things oh. that are happening and with other people not being able to control what other people think or do and it's really hard but just coming back to being at peace that's my damn that just hit me in like the gut Sarah (laughs) (laughs) seriously to be Uh, at peace yeah be at peace yeah which I feel like goes with being present because the more present you are the more peace you have because you start to spiral when you at least I start to spiral when I start to think about the future thank you so much for um, joining us and I know it's late in New York you're the best Thanks for having me. This was so nice. I felt like we were just catching up after like yes. chatting with you for a while. It's been a while. I know it's been too long. Let's not let it be too long. I just like comment on your Instagram and stalk you all the time. So <laughs> now you just like that show you. you know? oh, <laughs> I'm sure you're not that bad. <laughs> no, I just no, live vicariously through your Colorado adventures and being outside in the mountains all the time and just oh, getting up at 4 a.m. to work out. <laughs> We're going to, oh yeah, Paige, we're going to Lake Isabel this weekend. We have a 5 a.m. reservation if you want to come. Thanks so much. And we love you. Thank you too. It was nice meeting you, Paige. So we're going to reach out to you. Yes. And thank you, Sarah. It was so nice meeting you. Yes, it was so nice. Thank you. Um, And yeah, be in touch if you... If you're curious about jackets, let's talk. And oh, we're yes. serious, yeah, yeah, <laughs> love it, yeah. love mm-hmm. it, and we're gonna do a well, photo I, shoot the whole nine. Love it, yes, and I wish you guys the best of luck with this podcast moving forward too. It's it's wonderful. I love what you're doing. Thank you, and same to you, girlfriend. Thank you. All right, well, you have a good evening. Right. Thank you too. We'll talk yes, soon. Thanks. All right. Bye, Bye, Sarah. Sarah. Bye. All right. Well, you guys, 
that was Sarah. And as always, don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, and share. Duh. Also, if you have any interest in being on the podcast or you have anybody that you think should be on the podcast, definitely let us know. Allo and I are going to be getting together to plan out the next three months worth of episodes for you guys. So definitely... <laughs> Ella's making a bunch of noise in the kitchen. So definitely let us know if there's anyone you think we should be talking to, the need to knows, the things you guys want to know from us, stuff you want us to cover, even if you don't know somebody. Message us on Instagram, shoot us a text. You guys know how to get a hold of us. And if you don't, it'll be in the links. I'm Paige McKenzie K. Aloe is Yogini underscore Aloe. And then, of course, there's For the Love of Punch and Aloe, which is a great way to find us. And you can email us at For the Love of Punch and Aloe at gmail.com. So, really, there's no excuses to not talk to us, you guys. So, with that's the end of my rant. And we'll be back next week for episode 30. It is a number 10 episode, which means you'll be getting Aloe and Punch live to you okay it's not live it's pre-recorded but it's to you and it's just us and we don't know what we're going to talk about yet so we'll tell you next week that was great love it also punch and i recorded in the same house today and it was so much fun love that for us yeah episode 30 we love you guys we'll talk to you next week